Hello, my friends and brethren in the Lord. Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional. And if this is your first time to join with us, welcome and thank God for another opportunity that we can continue our devotional in the book of Romans. We're going to move now to the next chapter, chapter 7. And let me read verses 1 to 6, Romans 7, verses 1 to 6. Or do you not know, brothers, for I'm speaking to those who know the law, that the law is binding on a person only as long as he lives. For a married woman is bound by law to her husband while he lives. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law. And if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. For while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions, aroused by the law, were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in old way. Of the written code. This is one of the greatest truths that we need to embrace that we are released from the law. Christians are not required anymore to do the law. Now, it does not mean that you are not going to respect the law, but with respect to your merit before God your merit to go to heaven or your merit to earn righteousness, you are not expected to do the law. You are released from the law. This is the truth that Christians, we need to remember and embrace. We are under grace, not law now. Paul, the author, has emphasized this to the brethren, to the brothers. So these brothers may mean to those who are familiar with the law. It could be the Christians at Rome who were of Jewish descent or the proselytes, but they were primarily a group of people who understood the law. They are familiar to the law, the law of Moses. We're talking about the law of Moses, which Christians are not required to do in order to earn merit before God. But these people, before they know the Lord Jesus Christ, they were expected to do the law and their understanding was that you have to do the law in order to be acceptable before God. So in essence, those who died in spiritual sense, those who died in Christ spiritually, they are not required to keep the law anymore, which they tried to keep the law before, but they could not. And in order to be understood, Paul used the concept of marriage here, the relationship of the wife and the husband here to illustrate the severance from the law. So Paul mentioned about the law of Moses with, with respect to the law of marriage. In the law of Moses, as long as both husband and wife are married, the law of marriage will take effect. They are bound together as two living people bound in this relationship called marriage covenant called marriage but if a married woman 
will be related to another man aside from her husband. He will live with another. She will live with another man. She will be charged as an adulteress. However, if her husband dies, the law of marriage no longer holds her. She is not bound anymore by that marriage because of the death of her husband. She is free to marry another man. So the legal obligation has ceased in that particular relationship. Likewise, death is the condition which nullifies that law. Paul's point is that someone who has died, spiritual speaking, in Christ, because of his faith in Christ, he has died in Christ. He is no longer bound to follow the law of Moses. He died to the power of the law when he died with Christ, when he believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And we, we see that picture in Romans chapter 6 when Paul said that those of us who are baptized in Christ are buried with him and resurrected with him. We died with him, spiritually speaking. And now, as a believer, he is united with Christ, who was raised from the dead. So Paul has described our faith in Christ's death. That his death for our sins had, had resolved the, or has removed the power of sin and the, the, the authority of sin in our lives. And we have identified with him and that death. And this death has freed us from sin's authority and from our responsibility to the law. So Christians today have a new identity in Christ. So Christians, we are not called as sinners anymore, but we are called believers in Christ, forgiven by Christ. So a sinner is one who does not belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. But a Christian, a believer, is one who belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. So as Christians, they exist to bear fruit of God. This death to the law and resurrection in Christ has created for us a new purpose. Our lives now should contribute to God's harvest of useful fruit, as mentioned here in verse 4. The fruit here, or what do you mean by the fruit here? I believe this is the outcome of a sin-controlled, uh, uh, the, the, the fruit or the, the, what, what happened or what would be the result if we are under the law is sin by, by the sins that we do. Because sins are fruit of a sinful life. Means that the acts of sin, if a person murder, if a person steals and apprehended by the police, that's the acts of sin. That's the sin that we can see in the outward. But there is a sinful life that a person had lived, a lust and a greed inside that caused that person to steal and murder. So it means that the sinful lifestyle will bear fruit of sin and this sin will result to death. So, in verse 5, the law both made us aware of sin and 
even tighten our bondage unto it. We know that we are sinful because of the law, like a mirror. The law is like a mirror that reveals to us that we are, we have transgressed the law. But the more we are aware of the law, the more we are in bondage to, to the law because we know that we have not fulfilled or we are not going to fulfill the law. But now, because of Christ, what he did at the cross, we have been released from the law. For we died to it and are no longer captive to, captive to its power. It means that we are released from the power of sin. Sin is not anymore our master. And we have been transferred into a new master, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now we can serve God, not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the spirit. So as I said at the beginning of this devotional today, that we are not required to follow the law anymore for to, to earn merit before God in order to go to heaven because we can follow the law, no. But we have a new way of respecting the law. We still would, would do what is right. We, should, we still respect the Ten Commandments, not in order to be saved, not in order to earn merit from God, but because we want to please God, because the law is the revelation of God for us, of what he, he, he deemed us right. And there is right and wrong before God. There is a morally right and morally wrong in this world because of the revelation of God through the law. So we are, we are now um, have the, we, we have now the, the, the power and the, and, and the, and the means and the resources in Christ to follow the law in a new way, in the spirit, not in the letter. So although we are not required in order to be saved, but we, have, we are still to respect the law in a sense that we are not going to transgress the law because we want to please God as our way of thanksgiving, as our way of, of gratefulness. How are we going to please our Father? By pleasing Him, by doing His will, by obeying and doing what pleases Him. So let it be that these differences between a person who is released from the law and now embracing Christ had encouraged you that, yes, you don't need to be in bondage of the law anymore, but you have the freedom to follow what you ought to do what you ought to, to, um, to, to follow every day, that is the will of God, because you have now the power because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for your word this morning. Lord, thank you that we have been released from the law, that the law, although it's good, Lord, is not a requirement for us to earn merit from you. But help us, Lord, not to despise the law also, but to respect it. Because we have now the power, we have now the, the, the Holy Spirit, so we can follow the law in the Spirit. We can do the law. What, uh, to, to, as you said, Lord, we have to love you with all our heart, with all our soul, our mind, even others, uh, 
as we love ourselves. We can do it, Lord, through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for this reminder this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.